When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the show. This is Faraz Sadiqi, Waiver Wire Week 12. Not a whole lot of, you know, amazing waiver wire options outside the top few. Uh, this is kind of a top-heavy waiver wire week. Um, but, you know, if some of these guys are available, you might want to go ahead and scoop them up. If you guys coming off a of buy, uh, you want to make sure that uh, you know, your roster is nice in tune going into the stretch run before the playoffs. We got to lock up that playoff spot. Um, so this is a key part of that. Uh, this week, the, the top two waiver wire options are Josh Downs and Zach Charbonnet, um, depending on what you need. Okay, Josh Downs, there's a good chance Josh Downs is healthy. For some reason, he's been cut from a lot of teams, you know, similar to the Tank Dell thing from a few weeks ago. Like, Why? Uh, you know, I get it, you know, tough cuts because of buys. He was hurt. I get it, sure. But similar thing with Tank Dell, right? And now look at him. If he's available, drop the bag on him at this point. You know, once Downs hit an 80%-plus route participation rate in week three, and this is all according to Fantasy Life's utilization report, by the way, he had a 25%-plus target share in four of his five games before he got hurt. He ended up playing less than 25% of snaps in his last two games before the buy. Uh, the matchup's coming up pretty good. Tampa, bad against slot wide receivers. Tennessee, Cincinnati, who hasn't been good against slot wide receivers. Pittsburgh, who hasn't been good against slot wide receivers. Atlanta hasn't been good against slot wide receivers. So it's looking pretty good for him. Five top 30 finishes this season. One top five finish. He does not belong on waivers. Zach Charbonnet, you know, if you need a running back, I think Charbonnet would be the number one waiver wire pickup for you. We don't know how long Kenneth Walker is out for. If we knew Walker was going to be out for a while, maybe I'd rather have him over Walker. But with this particular injury, history has shown that it's usually not a long-term injury. Okay, Pete Carroll said he's not an IR candidate. It could end up being a one- to two-week injury, maybe more. We'll see. Uh, but with that being said, I still think you know I would drop a good amount of fab on Char- Charbonnet, maybe all of it if I really need a running back, because this is one of those opportunities you're presented with, and you'd have to take advantage when an every-down running back like him becomes available. All right, He was already... The receiving back, um, you know, he's going to be getting every down work. He ended up playing on 85% of snaps for the Seahawks on Sunday. Uh, And this type of back, you know, is close to a must start regardless of the matchup. Uh, The big thing here is that the matchups coming up are extremely tough, right? It doesn't matter, though. You know, Rashad White still got it done against the 49ers. He was a solid RB2. And on a short week at home against the 49ers this week, I'm still starting Charbonnet as a high, high floor RB2, okay? Uh, tough matchups against Dallas, 49ers, Eagles after that. Like, 
this is a really, really tough stretch run here. But I would say that he's still a solid RB2 at worst in these matchups, assuming Kenneth Walker does not return for them. Uh, but, you know, if I had to guess, I'm not a doctor, but like from what I've seen, you know, that worst, this is maybe a couple week injury for uh, Kenneth Walker. So those are the must pickups for the week. And then you have these other guys that are just kind of based on what you need. Okay. Jaden Reed has had two straight top 12 finishes in a row over the last two weeks, multiple top 36 finishes before that. So at this point, Reed should be prioritized. He also ran around on 77% of dropbacks, which was the highest it's been for a few weeks now. The target share is not there though. Okay. He hasn't cracked over 15% target share since week three. Targets are being spread out, you know, distributed, you know, relatively evenly up and down between him, Romeo Dubs for the most part, Dontavian Wicks even getting in on the action. Notice I didn't even mention Christian Watson, uh, but, you know, which is kind of annoying. But Reed is a low-end wide receiver three with upside every week because of his ability. Khalil Shakir has a great matchup out of the slot against Philly this week. He had a big play for a touchdown on Sunday against the Jets. He's had higher than a 70% route participation for four weeks straight. He's been a top 25 wide receiver in three of those weeks. And now he goes up against Philly, who has been one of the worst defenses against slot wide receivers. The target share isn't there for him, though. Okay, similar situation. It's been under 15%, so he's not a reliable play at all. But if you're in a pinch, he's a low-end wide receiver three play this week in a good offense. So Tank Dell and Nico Collins are obviously the Texans wide receivers that you want. But this is one of those situations where a quarterback is elevating everyone on the team, and Noah Brown should still be rostered you know, to see how this all shakes out. He obviously has the injury right now. We don't know if he's missing this week or not, uh, but he should be rostered. Okay, When a wide receiver finishes as the wide receiver three and wide receiver six two weeks in a row, you kind of have to continue to roster them and not make any assumptions in terms of whether they will continue producing for you or not, especially while C.J. Stroud is balling. We have a pretty significant injury, right, in this Ravens passing game with Mark Andrews out for the year. So I can see Odell Beckham Jr. becoming more of a threat here as long as he stays healthy, right? Now, he's not getting the route participation that you want. He's not a full-time player. Only 40% of route participation in week 10, 52% this past week. Uh, But 32% target share this past week is nuts. 41% targets per uh, per route run is nuts. Uh, Lamar likes to look for him. He's throwing it to him. Zay Flowers still going to be very involved. Only 18% target share this past week, but he saw a 30% target share the week before that. And he had that touchdown call back this past Thursday, you know, on that holding call on OBJ, which was an absolutely terrible call, by the way. Uh, But Isaiah likely as well, right? You got to look at him. You know, he will get more looks. He's a waiver wire option. If you're looking for a tight end, he's available in almost every league. He does have three good matchups coming up. Okay, there is a decent chance that he steps up as well. He showed some upside in the past when given the opportunity, but he's also underwhelmed at the same time, right? One of those games, he you know, he had one catch for four yards. The other game, eight catches for 103 yards. You know, these are games without Mark Andrews, right? And then he had another game, one catch uh, for a 25-yard touchdown. So all over the map here. But I think with Andrews out for the season, he should be prioritized if you've been scrambling at the tight end position all year long. He did have an 88% route participation on Thursday, which is absolutely massive for a tight end. So hopefully that continues and then target share follows. Our sponsor for this episode is Better Vision. It's an app that allows you to keep track of all of your bets in one place. If you have accounts on all of these different sports books, you have to switch between them to see whether you're up or not. You lose track of where you place certain bets and it gets confusing but not anymore 
not with better vision. All of your bets are tracked in one place. And not only that, the best part is better vision will let you know which betting platforms have the best odds for certain bets. All right. So if you like a play, normally you will look through all of your apps one by one to see what which one has the best odds. Uh, and then you end up playing on that app. But why not have a side-by-side -side comparison all on one screen within one app? And then you just click on the bet that you want to make within Better Vision and you're good to go. Okay, go check it out. It's completely free. Go to bettervision.us or go to the App Store and search Better Vision. That's better with an O. So B-E-T-T-O-R Vision in the App Store today. Demario Douglas, you know, is another wide receiver pickup you can make. Now, I don't know what the Patriots are doing at quarterback this week. There's a bit of ambiguity there. There can be a change made. It can affect target share. But the number one wide receiver over there has been pretty clear, and it's Demario Douglas. 36% target share the week prior, week before their buy, 17%, 22%, 17%, kind of going backwards from week nine on. Uh, it's been solid, okay? So he's had three top 26 finishes in his last four games. So, you know, I think he's a solid wave wire pickup if you need a wide receiver, especially more particularly in PPR. Uh, and then all the matchups over the next three weeks, not bad at all. Giants, Chargers, Steelers. Now it gets uh, really iffy, okay? Ty Chandler, um, you know, he kind of worked in, but Alexander Madison was still the guy. Chandler only saw 30% of snaps. He still ended up being the RB17 on the week. Um, you know, not really a real thing, like still a chance that he could do his thing, but, um, you know, not holding out hope. I, I do think there's a chance that he can move in on more snaps here, you know, at the expense of Madison. We'll see. So I, I don't want to drop him just yet, this, which is why he's still on the waiver wire list. You know, only 29% of rushing attempts, only 18% wrap participation. He had a high target share, but I don't expect that target share to follow, assuming that he's still only running less than 20% wrap participation. Okay. Uh, Elijah Moore, you know, David Njoka obviously went nuts in terms of target share, 15 targets in this game from uh, um, from DTR, but 18% target share for Elijah Moore in this one, 100% of his targets were catchable, which was key. Solid matchup against Denver out of the slot this week if you are desperate at wide receiver. Curtis Samuel as well, you know, he got Dallas this week. He's getting healthier. He was ejected in this last game for, for getting to a fight. Didn't think it was his fault, by the way, but before he got hurt, wide receiver 10 on the week, wide receiver 13 on the week, wide receiver 21, and then he got hurt and became a part-time player at best. So that can change this week, assuming he is good to go. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Um, obviously, the Michael Thomas injury is going to affect that Saints wide receiver core a little bit. You know, you want to pay attention to Juwan Johnson. Pay attention to Rashid Shaheed. Obviously, he's had that big play ability all year long and you want to you want to pay attention to uh at perry as well uh who is a you know traditional x receiver that's going to hop into michael thomas's role like kind of one for one okay now will he get one for one type of targets that we don't know but we i do think that he is a solid wide receiver we could see some extra opportunity okay now going back to rashid shaheed you know he's finished like outside the top 
36 wide receivers in three of the last four weeks. Um, but he's had, you know, some decent weeks, like week six, wide receiver 11 finish, week eight, wide receiver seven finish. He's a definition of boom bust, but he did see a significant amount of targets because Michael Thomas got hurt in week 10, 22% target share. Okay, so that is significant. Um, he couldn't come through on it, but just keep that in mind. Okay, that upside is there if you need it. Um, moving forward, you know, Zay Jones, you know, he made his return last week, you know, a couple catches, uh, you know, but he's had been, he's been like, you know, one of Trevor Lawrence's favorite end zone targets. He obviously helps this offense. Um, and by the way, like, um, you know, I, I totally understand the, the, the correlation between Zay Jones and, um, <laughs> and, and, uh, what's his name? Calvin really, you know, kind of doing his thing. Uh, I, I don't think that's a, a, a real correlation there. It just uh, more of a coincidence. Um, yes, like, can there be a little bit more attention there? Yeah, sure. But teams are paying attention to Calvin really more than they are Zay Jones. And that's why Zay Jones has kind of been able to do his thing here and there. Um, uh, but I do think Zay Jones should be rostered at this point now that he's healthy. Uh, you know, he, he did come through, you know, in the stretch run late last year as well. Uh, Jameson Williams, you know, his rap participation is going up and up that, you know, they, they came out to buy, um, and he's, he has a bit, a little bit of a bigger role. Okay. So he caught that touchdown last week. He could find his stride at some point. You remember how, how talented he talented he was uh, coming out of Alabama. So make sure that you know he's rostered and not just sitting in your waiver wire because he has a ton of upside. Rondo Moore had that one catch, one target for that long touchdown early in the game. Didn't see another target after that. Uh, but if Michael Thomas, I'm sorry, not Michael Thomas. I'm thinking about these traditional X receivers. If Michael Wilson comes back, um, you know, he is going to assume his slot duties and, you know, it's possible that, you know, he ends up being one of Kyler Murray's favorite targets. So he should be rostered as well. Uh, Greg Dorch probably moving back to the bench once um, Michael, Michael Wilson comes back. I can't, why, why can't I remember Michael Wilson's name? Um, a few other, and you know, Michael Wilson's also a pickup as well because we still haven't seen a, a solid sample size with him and Kyler Murray. Um, so he should be continue to be rostered as well. Um, you know, my, I think one of my favorite quarterback streamers, obviously, you know, Jordan Love was one of our favorite quarterback streamers last week, and he ended up coming through this week. Um, uh, I'm sorry, he ended up coming through, but this week he has Detroit. Um, you know, we just saw Justin Fields kind of do his thing, obviously, mostly on 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 the ground, but he was able to find a couple of his receivers like DJ Moore for that touchdown. Jordan Love uh, can be in line for a decent game if you need a streamer. Okay. Uh, that's really about it. Like, I don't really have that many more waiver wire pickups, but, you know, if if you have these guys like kind of hanging around your waiver wire, these guys are not available in more than 50% of leagues. They're available in 40% or less of leagues. Like Keaton Mitchell, if he's available and someone dropped him because of his down game on Thursday night, make sure to pick him up. He still has the upside. He still looks good. Um, one down game, don't. I wouldn't necessarily drop him because of that. Keep him on your roster, and if he's available, make sure you prioritize him. Uh, if I had to rank him in the in in the wave of wire rankings that I have now, um, I would pick up Josh Downs before him, Zach Charbonnet before him, uh, but I would probably pick him up before Jaden Reed, unless I needed a wide receiver. Basically, Jaden Reed and Khalil Shakir. He's kind of Noah Brown. He's kind of in that range for me, uh, but he'll be higher if I don't necessarily need a wide receiver. Uh, and then AJ Dillon, right? Didn't talk about him. Obviously, Aaron Jones is out. You know, he's had already. He's had some opportunity already earlier this year, right? He did not come through on that opportunity. Like, if I just go and if I take a look at uh, what he's done this year without Aaron Jones, like in those games. 
68% of snaps, 52% of snaps, 68% of snaps, 63% of snaps, running back 31, running back 46, running back 65, and then finally in week five, he had the running back 14 finish. He can't even make a, make a RB1 finish with all this opportunity in the world. Only one you know, RB2 finish. It's, it's not great. Okay. Um, not I don't necessarily need to prioritize him, but if you badly need a running back, you know, he's I'll be more than happy, you know, picking him up off the waiver wire, right? Jackson Smith in the jig, but make sure he's rostered. Um, and yeah, Romeo Dubs, Brandon Cooks, those guys. Um, and yeah, that's it. That's it. If you need a tight end, maybe Pat Fryermuth. By the way, the Steelers just fired Matt Canada, so we could see that offense take a step forward potentially, hopefully, because it's been really, 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 really bad. And their concepts have been really, 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 really bad. So I'm hoping that this entire offense gets an uptick. All right. That's going to do it for this episode, guys. Short one, wave wire episode. Hopefully you guys get who you want. Good luck this week. I'll be back tomorrow, by the way, with Zach. We're going to be going over every single matchup. Okay. Um, we're going to be probably recording everything tomorrow and then maybe dropping stuff like throughout the week, you know, for the season. So like there might be some outdated stuff like we're listening on Friday. Hopefully not. Uh, but we'll see how it goes just keep that in mind um but we'll be recording everything tomorrow so zach and i can get a little bit of a break and you know spend some time with our family over the next few days um during thanksgiving i'm making the turkey on thursday so i'm getting prepared for that this is my what third or fourth week in a year you know third or fourth year in a row i should say where i am going to be making the turkey um apparently people say it's good i'm not a big turkey guy myself in terms of like eating it but uh people like it I don't think they're just blowing smoke up my ass because like they could just tell me to make something else and and I would, but they keep telling me to make the turkey. So I'm going to continue to do it. Um, and the kids like it too. The kids do like it. All right. Anyway, um, that's it. Take it easy guys. Have a good one. I'll see you. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 2400 sports is an odyssey company. 